Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. set us free tonight. He is able to bless us in a mighty way. I am thrilled and excited to be before you today, and I know the Lord has a word for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I know right where you are, something is about to happen that did not happen before. I've been praying. I've been fasting. I've been believing God for greater, not for us, but for you, for your life. I believe without a doubt in my mind that God is about to break loose something in your life. Something is about to loose and get free. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, amen. And, and I've been praying and I've been fasting and I've been waiting for this moment to be able to preach this word because I believe that God is going to bring transformation to your life. I believe, amen, this is a timely word. I believe it's a word that comes from heaven, it comes from the Lord. I have no doubt that something is going to shift and change in your life today. Amen. I've been praying and asking God for the supernatural to be released today. Amen. Through hallelujah, social media for something to occur that you can get a testimony out of today's service. I believe that healing will occur. I believe that salvation will occur. I believe, hallelujah, that God is going to Come into your children, to your house, and touch them in a mighty way. Yes! Hallelujah. I believe it's time to come full circle with the Lord. And as I was praying and I was asking God, what theme should I put for this word that you have given me? And the word was, and the theme that came to my heart and my spirit was full circle. Come full circle with the Lord. Why full circle? Because many of us in these last days are living halfway with truth. Instead of fulfilling what God has predestined for your life, you believe that there is a God, but you don't serve that God. You are receiving a partial blessing, and the Lord wants you to get a full blessing today. God wants to hallelujah, transform you and radically change your mentality and set you free so you become a disciple of the King of kings and the Lord of Law. So it's time to believe and come into obedience with the Lord today. Yes, come full circle with the Lord. 
from believing to obedience. Come on, somebody. If you notice in the word how obedient, that's a big O, amen. It's like a circle, amen, a full circle. I mean, it's time to, to be able to allow God to use you, hallelujah, and for God to use you, and for God to, hallelujah, radically change and transform your life. You have to fall into the spirit of obedience. Don't stay in a partial blessing. I don't know about you and those who are here. We want a full blessing from the Lord. We want everything that God has offered to us and God has available to us. We don't want half a partial blessing. We want a full blessing. We want our entire home to be blessed. We want our business to be blessed. We want everything we touch to be blessed. We want to be blessed going in and we want to be blessed coming out. We want to, hallelujah, decree and declare that mighty is the Lord that we serve and things begin to happen. In Jesus Christ, we find perfect obedience, a model for obedience. And us as disciples of Christ, we follow that example of Christ and we obey him. Amen. Our motivation, our motives, our motivation for believing is obedience. It's love for Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. It's loving who he is. Loving the Father. Amen. If the Bible said that if you obey, you love him. If you love him, you obey him. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. We don't just know of God. We obey God's word. Amen. And we follow his footprints. Amen. The Bible says in John 14, 15, if you love me, you will keep my commandment. Oh, hallelujah. I'm looking for people that really love God. If you really love God, you are bearing fruits. If you really love God, you are doing what the word says. If you really love God, hallelujah, we can see God all up in your face. Hallelujah. If you love me, you will keep my commandment. I want to tell you this. Obedient, obedience is a reflection that you believe. Obedience is a reflection that you believe. It's sending a message to the world. Amen. And that without opening up your mouth, hallelujah, you're saying that you serve a mighty God. Hallelujah. Just by aligning yourself to the scriptures and to the word of God, you are living in obedience and you don't even have to open your mouth to testify that the God you serve is a living God that lives with you. The way you walk, the way you act, I don't even have to open my mouth for somebody to know he has something that I need. He has Jesus in his life. Hallelujah. Oh, obedience to God's word will lead you to the road of salvation. But salvation is free by grace. But obedience will lead you to the road of salvation. When you obey God, he begins to align you to his perfect will. We got we to gotta fall into obedience. Why, we are, why am I preaching about obedience? Because we have too many people living on their own resources, on their own ideas, on their own mentality, or living the way the world wants you to live. And I'm telling you that the, bless, the best blessing that you can receive is aligning yourself to the will of God in obedience to God. What is it that you want from me, God? I know there are many people here today and right there listening to me today that have many talents and skills and things they can do for the kingdom and they have not done it. There are people watching right now that know that God has been pushing them and pushing them but how long is he going to push you? This is the moment. This is the day that the Lord has created that the Lord has made for you to come full circle with him. Hallelujah. Obedience is a clear path to living in God's will. Covering and favor. I'll say that again. Obedience, hallelujah, is a clear path to living in God's will 
covering and favor. There are three things that you receive when you live in obedience. Amen. You receive the favor of God. You receive, hallelujah, covering from the Lord. And you receive his favor. Hallelujah. Come on. You receive, hallelujah, uh, obedience is, uh, opens up the doors to many blessings. It is a declaration that you honor his word. And his will for your life. It is a declaration that you honor his word. And his will for your life. It's time church to activate full blessing under the umbrella of obedience. Come on somebody. It's time to activate full blessings under the umbrella of obedience. Amen. I don't know what you under. But I want to be under the covering of the God Almighty. Of the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. It's time for change man. You can't live the way you lived last year in 2019. It's time for some radical changes in your life. Hallelujah. James chapter 1 verse 22 says. Hallelujah. Do not merely listen to the word. And so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Come on somebody. It says do not just listen to the word. Do not just hear the word. Do not just read the word. Do what it says. Come on somebody. It's time for you to do what God has asked you to do. You know the changes that are coming. You know what God is asking you to do. To bring blessings upon your home. 1 John, John, John 2.17 says, The world and its desire passes away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. I don't want to live partially. I don't want to live just a few years. I want to live long term. The Bible says forever. That's, called, that's, uh, that's uh, uh, speaking about eternity. Matthew chapter 7.24 says, Therefore, anyone, everyone who hears the word of mine and put it into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Amen. Obedience will allow you, hallelujah, to build your house on the rock. Jesus wants to give you the formula. He wants to give you the strategy. He wants to give you the favor. He wants to give you the blessings. He wants to give you the resources. He wants to give you everything you desire. And all he wants is obedience. All he wants is for you to align yourself to him. Through his word. It is very important that we allow the word of God to teach us and guide us to live according to the word of God. According to the will of the Father. The general concept of obedience both in the Old and the New Testament relates to hearing and hearkening to a higher authority. According to the a little, uh, Bible dictionary, the, defini the definition of obedience is to hear God's word and act accordingly. In 1 Samuel chapter 15, 22 says... But Samuel replied, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as much as obeying the Lord? To obey, it says, is better than sacrifice. I don't know what you're sacrificing, but God is saying, forget about that right now. Put that to the side. I prefer you to obey my word. I prefer, I prefer you to listen and hearken your heart to my heart. I prefer for you to align yourself to what I want you to do. And then, hallelujah, you will, then you can come with the sacrifices. But first is obedience. Saul admitted that his sacrifice was trans a transgression of sin. It was against God's command. 
It's one thing that God tells you to do something and one thing that you have an idea of what you want to do. And then you want to switch it up and change it up. And many don't progress and many don't move forward because they put their own hands to the till. They begin to do things that God never told them to do. But when you let your heart receive instruction from the Lord and let your heart receive guidance from God, then you won't have to sacrifice. You will do it because you just love him and it don't become a sacrifice. It becomes because you know who he is and you do it just because God is good and God is telling you to do it. It was the result, Saul's transgression of not obeying God. His intention was to do something good, but he decided to do his own and add and save some of the things that God told him not to save. It was a result of seeking approval from people instead of approval from God. I don't know who you're seeking approval from, but if you seek approval from the Lord, you don't need nobody else. All you need is God. Come on, somebody. All you need is Jesus, the name above all name. Can I get an amen? The name above all name. The name that all, all will kneel before him. Hallelujah. All will bow before the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Disobedience is an act of rebellion. Disobedience is sinful. Disobedience is a form of idolatry. Disobedience is disrespectful to God's word. Disobedience is based on looking good to others rather than looking good to God. Disobedience is looking good to the world and looking good to your boss and looking good to other people, but not looking good to God. I don't know about you, but I want to fall into a full circle with the Lord. I want blessings from, hallelujah, from, from the beginning to the end. I don't want just half blessings. Hallelujah. I want full blessing. Does anybody want full blessing in their life? Come on, lift up your hands right where you are in your home. Say, God, bring the full blessing upon my home. Hallelujah. Upon my children. See, the problem with Saul wasn't the offering. God wants your offering. But it was the disobedience of God's command and the desire of approval of other people. Full circle with God today. That's the theme. Come full circle with, with God today in obedience. And that brings me to 2 Kings chapter 5. We find a story of naming the leper. But before we go to the story, which is very impactful and it impacted my life in, a, in such a way, we need to understand the significance of leprosy in the Bible. A person with less leprosy was considered unclean and had to be isolated from society to a certain degree. Wherever he went, he had to cry out, unclean, unclean. Come on, somebody. And he had to wear a black hood covering his face, live outside the city walls. Leprosy is like a, leprosy would kill the nerves of the affected area, body become numb to the pain, muscles waste away, tendon contract, can't feel the, the, the hands, can't feel the body. And that's exactly how, how many today are feeling. Amen. Let's pause right there. Just like leprosy, many are numb right now in their sinful nature. Come on, somebody. Because at that, at that time in the Bible, leprosy was considered sin. Amen. And we have the same sinful leprosy right now where people are numb to alcoholism. People are numb to prostitution. People are numb, hallelujah, to pornography. People are numb to the sinful nature in their life. Hallelujah. They don't feel it any difference. They don't feel any changes. They don't feel they're doing anything bad. But God is telling you it's sinful and he wants to deliver you today. He wants to set you free. He wants to break the yokes, break the chains. Hallelujah. And bring you full circle from death 
to life. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. But this man had what many of us have today, Pastor Lamb. He had status. He had, he had an image to protect. He was a captain of the army of Aram. Was a great, the Bible says that he was a great man. Think about that. A great man with his master. Highly respected. Great man and highly respected because by him, look what it says. By him, although he was not a believer, although he did not believe as God, Lord, and Savior, as the true God, God still used him. And that's what we have in society today. People that do goodwill, people that do good things and say, I'm doing it for God. But they, have, they do not submit to God. They do not serve God. They truly don't believe as him being the one. Amen. So this man was a great man, highly respected by his master. He was a, a man of authority and position, popularity and prestige. He was like a national hero. Come on, somebody. A general who God gave great victory through him. But he was unclean. He had something that he was hiding. Come on, I'm going someplace with this today. Come on. But he was a leper with all the honor, with all the value that he had, with all the image that he had, with all the authority that he had. He needed one woman, one servant to say, I, I know who can make you right. I know who can set you free. I know a man in Samaria, his name is, hallelujah, Elijah. He can heal you through the power of God. Hallelujah. This is why I, I'm just moving out of my nose. This is why we need people to testify. This is why we need people. Although this young woman was a slave to this man, she didn't become a victim. She used her circumstance to bring upon a blessing to this man who was highly respected but needed a miracle. Woo! Come on, somebody. Your testimony is not in vain. Someone needs to hear what the Lord has done for you. Somebody needs to hear what, where the blessing is, where God is located, where they can find deliverance, where they can find healing. Come on, spread the good news of the gospel. Spread the good news of the gospel. She didn't become a victim. She told him, you know what? I need this man to be free. Let me give him some information. If you have information to share of the gospel, come on, share it on social media. Share, share it on Instagram. Drive people crazy. Come on, I need somebody to drive the demons crazy. Every time you post something about the kingdom, the devils tremble. All the time you say, amen, Satan tremble. Come on, let's bombard. Woo! Hallelujah. This was a picture of a sinner before he came to God. One of the greatest success. One, one may be great, successful, wealthy, honorable, and mighty, but spiritually lost. You might have it all. You might have a mansion. You might have money. You might have resources. You might have a good job. You might have a career. You may have a business, but you are empty spiritually. You're lost. You're dead. You're dry, and you're looking for a way out. I come to tell you his name is Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way. You can have all that you can have, but you need Jesus. And I come to lay out before you his name. Hallelujah. Beneath his splendid uniform was a despicable disease called leprosy. Do you know anyone like this? Successful, yes, but beneath, beneath it, tragedy and sorrow. You know people that are good people, but 
This man, like I said before, when you had leprosy, you had to hide. You had to be isolated. You had to leave the city walls. You have to shout. And some of them even had um, um, bells before them that people will hear them from afar and will run away from them. No one could be before you. No one could be next to you. Hallelujah. No one can honor you. No one can, no one can be before you or next to you. They, you had to be far away from it. But notice the story. This man came to the king with all his leprosy. This man was walking around hiding his sinful nature. Hiding his disease. Hiding what was hindering him from receiving a breakthrough. He had the medals. He had the clothes. He had the, the general uniform. But beneath that, he was lost. I wonder what are you hiding beneath that successful business that you have. I wonder what are you hiding beneath that suit that you wear or the language you speak or how successful you are but you know that you know that you're empty inside and you need somebody to heal you. Somebody to set you free. I wonder what are you hiding the way you talk and people don't notice that you're struggling with depression, with anxiety, with nicotine, with alcoholism but you are hiding it. This man was hiding his flaws. Hiding his disease. Is this your story? I come to challenge you today. Is this your story? Someone to commit suicide, no one knows. But when they see them, they look happy. They look, they, they, they look like they're good. They look like there's nothing going on. And all of a sudden you get the news that they, they threw themselves or, or committed suicide. Millionaires and, and, and actors and people that were influencing and they just commit suicide. But everybody knows, everybody thought they were doing good. What are you hiding today? I come to rescue you today. I come to give you a way out. I come to give you a road, a path to salvation. I come to give you a way, a way maker. Woo! I come to give you somebody. That won't charge you. Somebody that all he wants to do is make you whole and bring you full circle. Woo! Don't hide from the Lord. You see, we have the mentality of, of 1 Samuel 16, 7. Many people look at the outside, but the Lord looks at the inside. Many people look at the outside, but the Lord looks at the inside. So we get away with a lot of things because people just see the outside. They see your great house. They see your Lincoln. They see your nice car. But deep down inside, you're dying. You're struggling. Hallelujah. Many people, oh, he's happy. No, 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 no. Without Jesus, no one is happy. Without the Lord, no one is. Woo. Feel the Holy Ghost right now. Hey, hallelujah. Woo. Glory. Glory to the King. Glory to the Waymaker. Glory to the one that can set you free. Come on, somebody. The Bible said that when it's two or three gathered, one accord, he's in the midst. We have more than six, eight people here. Glory. Come on, lift them up, lift them up, lift them up. Set somebody free, Lord. Break the chains right now. Deliver the captives today. Woo! Hey! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the people, at the things people look at. I'll say that again. The Lord does not look at the things that the people look at. 
People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. The Lord wants your heart to be in obedience with him. Come full circle with him. But I love the fact that when, the, when this leopard man with authority, hiding his sickness, hiding his dilemma, hiding his situation with the metals and the suit, he didn't tell him anything. But when he opened his mouth and confessed, it's time to confess today, come on. When he went beyond his pride and realized that with all the metals, don't matter. The uniform don't matter. The people that, that serve him doesn't matter. If he's empty, if he's dying, if he's dying spiritually, none of that matter. How did he say, you know what? Whatever it takes, I need a miracle. I need to see Jesus. I need to see the one that God is using. It's time for you to seek deliverance and seek favor and seek the ones that God are using. He goes before the king and the king rips his clothes and says, who am I? Why, you, why did they send you to me? I can't hear you. I can't do nothing for you. And when that word came to the ear of Elijah, the prophet, he said, I love it. He said to the king, he said, why have you torn? Tell the king, why has he torn up his robes? Have that man come to me and he will know that there is a prophet in Israel. Have that man come to me. I need some believers up in here to have a testimony and know who they stand on. That they stand on the rock. I need believers like Elijah that can say, you can't handle it, send them to me. I have relationship with the God I serve. I can direct them to deliverance. I can lay my hands on him and provide healing. Come on, somebody. He said, send them to me. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm almost closing. And Elijah says to this man, he doesn't even greet the man. He sends someone to speak to him and gives him instructions. And he tells him, go wash yourself. Go, go wash yourself. Elijah says for you to go wash yourself. Seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be restored and you will be cleansed. Look at how it doesn't speak about a miracle. It's also, it speaks about cleansing. Because cleanse is, is, is like a, 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 a sinful act that needs to be cleansed and not a miracle of a healing. It wasn't healing. It was a cleansing. And God was working on something. Before he cleansed him, God had to work on something else. And the man went away angry when he told him to, to go down to dip himself seven times in the Jordan. But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would come out and speak to his God. And the heavens will open up and I will receive healing. Many people want to go to church and think that it's going to be their way or the highway. It's not going to be your way. I don't know how many times God has confronted you and you say, that's not the way. I'm not going to go that route. I'm not going to do it this way. He has to come to me. No, no, no. You have to obey and you have to fall in line to what God wants you to do and you will get deliverance. Hallelujah. It's not going to be your way. He said, I thought he was going to do this. I thought he was going to lay his hands. I thought he was going to come out and greet me and pray over me. No, no, no. Go wash yourself. You see, Isaiah 55, 8 says, for, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Naaman also said, I'm not, it, aren't the rivers of Damascus way better than the rivers of Israel? Couldn't I wash myself there? No, no, you're going to wash yourself where God says. Not where you want. 
It's not how you want. It's what God says. It's obedience to what God is telling you to do. I'm, I, I wonder how many are listening to me today who are delaying the blessings because they're going a different way. Amen. Hallelujah. But the Bible says in Isaiah 55, hey, neither are your ways my way, declares the Lord. My ways are not your ways. Hallelujah. Just allow God to move you. Just allow God to touch you. Just, allow, just humble yourself. Come on. Oh, that's the word. Humble yourself in obedience to God. So he turned away in rage, but then he came back and he felt in alignment with the God, with the Lord's instruction. Verse 10 says, seven times Naaman dipped himself beneath the waters. Seven times. The number seven, in the biblical meaning of number seven, we, we, we find a perfection. The number is perfection. The number seven in the Bible is perfection and completeness. And that's where I want to go with full circle. It's a perfect, it's perfect obedience. That's what God is looking for us. Perfect obedience will give you a breakthrough and blessings beyond your means, beyond your understanding. God was testing Naaman to see if he was, or if he would obey even if it cost him his pride. Hallelujah. God was testing Naaman to see if he would obey even if it cost him his pride. I wonder if God just wants to get rid of your pride before coming into your home and delivering you and setting you free and giving you that beautiful job that you've been seeking and give you the and heal your children or I don't know what he wants to do but I know God wants to do something great in your home but he's looking for your pride to be removed hallelujah see the lessons here and I'm closing grace cannot be dictated grace must be obeyed grace cannot be dictated grace must be obeyed grace cannot be purchased or earned but it must be responded to in obedience and belief. Listen, God uses problems in our life to force us to face our deepest problem, the problem of sin. And that's what God used for Naaman, his sinful nature, nature of leprosy. God used that sickness to bring about deliverance and deliver him from his prideful mindset and attitude. I wonder what God is doing in your life and breaking away off you just to align you, to bring blessings. In scripture, leprosy is a portrait of sin and man's true spiritual condition without the saving grace or spiritual healing of God's salvation in their life. This is very important. When Jesus cleansed someone, the priest was to examine the skin and pronounce the person clean or unclean. Depending on his observation, observation of the facts. So today we have a church and we have God and yourself as a priest to examine yourself whether you are clean or not before the Lord. Come on, let us pray right now. Every believer is a priest in their home and you need to detect sin in your own life and root it out and come full circle with the Lord in obedience. After Naaman was healed, he went back to the man of God and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the world except in Israel. Salvation came in. Salvation came in. At the beginning, God used them, but he had not salvation. Today, he has salvation in Jesus Christ. So I pray today that you come into obedience with God. I pray today that you fall in obedience with God. 
I pray today that this message comes into your home and does not return void and does what it was sent out to do for you to believe, for you to love, for you to fall in love with Christ again. Maybe you are that name it, hiding something. But everything is in the light of the Lord. There is nothing hidden from the eyes of God. He sees it all. He knows it all. And all he wants to do is for you to submit yourself. And if he has to dip you seven times to remove anything that's around you or on you, he will do it. I don't know if you're on your sixth turn. I don't know if you're on your fifth or sixth turn. But I know when you come into perfect obedience with God, something is going to fall off of you and you will be free. Hallelujah. From all bondages, free and delivered by the blood of Jesus. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord surround you. And may you come full circle from death to life in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. God is good. God is able. Woo. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. So right now, I would like for you, right where you are, Woo. hallelujah, perfect obedience. If you believe what God was speaking over your life today, and you want to fall into that perfect obedience with God by acknowledging Him as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you've been seeking, maybe you've been going to the wrong places. Naaman went to the, to the king, it was the wrong place. Maybe you're going to palm readers. Maybe you're going to... Santeria, all kinds of other places to look for your breakthrough and your healing. Jesus says, come to me. There is a God in Israel. There is a God that still heals. A God that still delivers. So right where you are, be not ashamed. You know, when Naaman had to make this decision to accept the instructions of God, I'm sure his, his entourage was there. His leaders were around him. His people that he had power and influence were around him. I'm sure he was very, after he spoke and said, aren't there better rivers in, a, in another place? Aren't there better rivers over there? Why should I do it here? He had to humble himself. Because at the end of the day, you're going to find your, yourself in a place that it's not going to be no one there but you and God. And you're going to have to make a decision if you want to live or die. And I tell you that if you are in Christ Jesus, you will have eternal salvation and you will live forever and ever and ever. And not only that, here on earth, you will live a prosperous, blessed life. Yeah, you might have troubles and tribulation, but God walks with us. He holds us by our hands and he provides victory for our lives. So right where you are, close your eyes and lift up your hands and say with me and repeat with, repeat with me, if you want Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you want Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you want to come full circle with him today and get full blessings and come from death to life and come into perfection in Jesus and allow him to carry you and walk with you and talk to you and minister to you and break the chains of alcoholism drug addictions crack cocaine crack and cocaine and, 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 and anything that, that is hindering 
you from being free. Whatever is tormenting you at night, the only one that can break it and set you free, his name is Jesus. So if you want this Jesus, all you have to do is simple, right where you are, be not ashamed if there are people in your home or you're in your car alone. He hears, he can hear you. He sees your heart, remember. Lift up your hands and say, and repeat after me. Father God, I give you my life. Wash me with your blood. Transform me today, God. I need you, Lord. I believe that you die on the cross of Calvary for me, and I believe that you resurrected on the third day. I believe that you can write my name in the book of life and that my name will never be erased from that book. Just say that I know my name won't be erased from that book, God, because you will be with me every step of the way. Help me live for you, Lord. Change me tonight. Change me today, Lord. I am yours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. I know there's someone out there, even three days later or four days or a week later will receive salvation. And I know somebody's going to be touched and someone has been set free. I decree and I declare that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Thank you for being part of this live stream at TOC, the Outside Church. We love you. We miss you. We hope that one day soon we can gather together and bring all the gifts in one building, in one place, in the sanctuary where God can do even greater and mightier work. But right now where we are, we know that God is not dead. He's still able to bless you. He's still able to minister to your life. So thank you so much for spending time with us today and for connecting with us. Always visit us at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and all the channels out there. And may the Lord bless you and have a prosperous last week and we honor we bless Mario Pastor Mario Morales for blessing us and helping us give you a better sound a better experience live may the Lord keep you and bless you amen God bless you